This week's episode is brought to you by River Company Outfitters for a 10% discount on our online store. Please enter podcast, all capital letters, at checkout. Now for this week's episode. Hey, welcome to My Favorite River with River Company Outfitters. I'm your host, Dylan Pinnock. With me is Chris Schopp. Uh, He's joining us from Oklahoma, but he's been all over the West rafting. Um, Chris, glad to have you on. Thanks, man. I'm glad to come on. So uh, we met kind of the way people meet nowadays over Instagram. Uh, and <laughs> you, you were uh, working at the Whitewater Center in Oklahoma at the time. And, uh, you know, I was just trying to get some Whitewater footage and you guys were having a fun time. Uh, it's kind of how it happened. And, um, and then, you know, we talked and found out that you've rafted other places, but you're from Oklahoma, right? So, um, is that, uh, is that where you're at right now? Hanging out in Oklahoma? Yeah, man. So, uh, I'm originally from Oregon. Uh, I moved out to Oklahoma about 2011. Um, graduated high school from here and stuff and then uh went to business school and decided you know that wasn't for me <laughs> I want I need to be outside and so I uh started applying for jobs as a as a raft guide and got out to Colorado on the Arkansas River is where I started guiding and then uh due to COVID at uh, following year uh, I was not able to return out to Colorado due to like just financial problems within my family and COVID and everything and this uncertainty. So uh, I was stuck here in Oklahoma and uh, I was like, you know what? I have to get on the river. I remember that there was a river sport is what it's called here in Oklahoma city. Just kind of like an artificial channel. Um, real fun. Class three, <laughs> pretty straightforward. It's real fun, man. Uh, pretty easy. Yeah. Yeah. They, um, I didn't even know that that was there until I like found you guys on, um, on Instagram, uh, because it is, it's kind of new. I don't know how, like 2017, 2016, something yeah, like that. 2017, I believe. 2017. Um, awesome. Actually, yeah. 2016 maybe. Cause, uh, my friend Josh, who you've talked to, he, uh, he's worked there since the very beginning. And I think he told me he's been there for five years. So about 2016. Okay, cool. Um, is that where, your first introduction to whitewater was, or did you go on like a family no, trip? Uh, actually, my first introduction to whitewater was uh, I applied to a company called uh, Wilderness Aware, and they do an interview trip where they take their uh, interviewees out to Arizona, and we do a five-day trip on the Salt River, which if you haven't done the Salt River, man, it is so beautiful. It's located in the White Mountains out in Arizona, in the Sonoran Desert, and it's just it is gorgeous. You just go through all these super beautiful reservations and this, uh, I believe it's the white mountain Apaches that, that the natives to that land. And I mean, it's just gorgeous. And once I went on that trip, man, I, uh, I, I caught the bug. I just could not stop. And I didn't end up getting that job with uh, WA. And, uh, I talked to one of the guides there and they said, you should go try to get down on the Royal Gorge, which is uh, a cooler section uh, in my opinion, uh, that's a that's a big fight between upstream and downstream Arkansas guides is what section is better, the Royal Gorge or the Numbers or Bighorn Sheep Canyon or Browns Canyon. But uh, yeah, man, Salt River was my first introduction. It was gorgeous. It was amazing. Was was that a trip that uh, were people rowing or were they paddling or or? So um, we actually paddled that, uh, which is not generally traditional for a five day trip. We paddled that so that um, they can give us like guide tips and tricks and they would uh, let us guide some like class two-ish rapids and kind of tell us what to do. And so actually my first introduction to Whitewater, I actually got the guide a little bit and I just, I just felt so lucky for that experience. Awesome. And then they, you know, you said you didn't get it, but they sent you some, uh, they gave you some advice on where to go. What uh, company did you work at up on the uh, Royal Gorge? I worked for Royal Gorge Rafting. We raft uh, the Royal Gorge, of course, and then the Bighorn Sheep Canyon, which is like the class three section. And that's where all rookies and first years and second years get put on until you can hit about, I believe it's like 1,200 river miles so you can commercially guide the gorge. Uh, yeah, I've seen some uh, pretty gnarly of uh, high water gorge. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, I don't remember what 
summer that was from, but like there was just like was it recent? What did you say? Was it recently? It was like 2016, 17, something like that. I- yeah, so 2017 was a, a high water year. 2015, I believe, was a high water year. And then my first year of like commercial raft guiding uh, was 2019. And that was like the highest water on the Arkansas River in like 20 years. Uh, I believe the Arkansas normally peaks average around like, uh, I would say probably like 1500 to 2000 CFS. And that year, the water actually peaked at 5500 CFS. And it was it was crazy. The Royal Gorge shuts down at 3200 CFS. And uh, so they can't, we can't run any commercial trips down there. And so the only people that go down there are the guides or people crazy enough to go and try to run that. Um, if you guys are looking for a little bit of some clarification on that, I'd go on YouTube and look up uh, High Water Royal Gorge 2019. My buddy Atticus Redding, he, uh, who I guided with, great guide. He has a, a really good edit of what that looks like, and it's just oceanic down there, man. It's awesome. Probably the most terrified I've ever been in my life, but it's awesome. That's uh. Yeah, that that might have been the YouTube video I've I've seen where it was just like high water. Uh, might have been like 2019 because that was pretty. It was a pretty recent thing. It sounds like you've always been a raft. Have you ever experimented with a kayak or a ducky or what form? What kinds of rafts have you uh, hung out in? Um, I mean, I've been in a few different rafts, like sizes wise, but uh, I have never ran in a ducky or inflatable kayak, whatever people want to call them. Um, I have hard boated once, and that was through the Bighorn Sheep Canyon at roughly about like probably 700 ish CFS. And uh, I didn't know how to roll. I just, my buddy, my kayaker buddy, Colin, uh, he was, was like, yo, man, I got to come out. So me and my buddy Cassie, we both uh, went with him. Uh, and I believe it was like September is when we went. So it was, uh, flows were low. Um, that was coming off that 2019 season. So for September, I mean, that water was still like 500, 600 CFS, which is pretty great for that time of year. And, uh, so we went down and I mean, I had a blast, but the, the, the rolling man, that's just not for me. I'm long. I got a very long torso. I'm six, three, all other kayakers I know are generally pretty short. And when I, when I get flipped over, man, I just feel like there's too much body hanging out of that kayak just getting raked underneath i actually didn't roll uh luckily somehow uh made it through that class three section without rolling um but my buddy made me pull over an eddy and attempt to roll and he was sitting next to me on his kayak and i tried to get up i mean you know head comes above water and goes down you know head comes above the water i mean your head shouldn't be the first thing to come above water but i didn't know how to roll so i started freaking out I grabbed his kayak and I'm like trying to get myself up and I rolled him almost trying to get up. And I was just like, man, like maybe if I give it some more practice or go to some like roll practices and pools. Yeah. But I just bought a raft, man. I'm a rubber pusher. I, I love rafting. Kayaking is something else. <laughs> maybe, yeah. maybe one day I'll get more into it. What about you? Uh, I've been in a kayak. I've taken like kayak. Uh, when I was like 11, 10, 11, I took a, like a kayak class or a camp for a week. And then uh, they let us borrow the kayak and go run some more rivers. And then uh, we bought a kayak. Um, so in middle school, I did. Uh, and then like, I never really got back in one. <laughs> I took like a roll Is that class. High water or just like flat water? So the way the camp worked was you were on a lake for the first two days, just learning how to paddle and roll and stuff. And then uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday was at a different river. Um, but it was nothing more than like class one and two, like two, like ripples in class two. That weekend, they let my parents borrow the kayak I used during the camp to go uh, with like family. And then uh, we bought a I bought like a dancer, um, but then after I grew out of the dancer, I never got back in the kayak until I took like a, a roll class. They were doing one and near me, and after I did that, I was like, I don't know if I want to like buy a kayak and do this, but um, so I'm more more raft. Uh, I do have a fat cat now, which is a little different than a raft and just learning Almost it. Definitely. 
But uh, what what new raft did you just buy? Uh, I just got a ten and a half foot uh, RMR Thundercloud store storm storm. Yes, I can't believe I just said Thundercloud storm. Yes, ten and a half foot storm. I uh, haven't got it on any true whitewater yet. <laughs> I took it on its maiden voyage across Lake Arcadia in Oklahoma, <laughs> teaching my girlfriend how to paddle because. She's moving to Colorado with me and uh, getting her on the water. So got to make sure she can paddle. Um, so you're in Oklahoma and, you know, you kind of talked about it, but how many years have you been a commercial guide? Uh, so it's one in Royal Gorge and one in Oklahoma. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah, so uh, clarification just for my Arkansas guides. I'm not a Royal Gorge guide. Uh, that is something I hope to get one day. Okay. Um I am a, I'm a Bighorn Sheep Canyon guide. I just work for Royal Sheep or for Royal, Royal Sheep. Gorge. I work for Royal Gorge rafting. Um, the Royal Gorge is the the big trip there, but yeah. Okay, cool. So you worked on the Bighorn, uh, and then what? Um, I got a question about the Oklahoma River Sports thing. Can you take your your raft down it, or what are the rules on that? Yeah. So um, there is actually a pretty decent whitewater scene in Oklahoma um there's just a bunch of creeks and stuff once they flash flood or flood a little bit or we get a little bit of rain a lot of people go and run them so there's a lot of people actually that come in like kayak and play around in the uh in the channel there um it's about a half mile long and as soon as you drop in it doesn't stop till you get to the bottom i mean it's real fun nothing super difficult it's mostly just like keep it straight you know don't hit any of those blocks but yeah uh as soon as River Sport opens up. My buddy Drew, I believe, is going to be their trip leader this year. So hopefully if I'm still here when it opens up, uh, I'm going to go down there and – well, down there, it's like a 20-minute drive from me. Um, go down there and play around in the channel a little bit. Um, is there two channels or is there just one that runs through there? So there's just two channels, actually. Um, when I worked there, they uh, – we were only running one for whatever reason, I think that I had to do something with COVID and uh, the second channel, they made like an inner tubing thing. They dumped down the water a little bit or raised the gate to let less water come through there. Um, and then we would have the white water channel and then the tubing channel. But in previous years, yes, there were two channels. Um, you'd go down one and then go down the other. I think they would do like four laps in previous years. Okay, and does that does have the little conveyor belt up to the top? Yeah, that is, man. Going from commercial guiding to like uh, loading boats, five stacks on trailers, and all that stuff, man. That conveyor belt was something else. You just you just paddle right on up, and it takes you right to the right to the rapids. It is is something else to experience? Yeah, I've uh, I've done the um, the Charlotte Whitewater Center has one has the conveyor belt. Um, I've never made it to Oklahoma. So I was wondering, you know, kind of what similarities there are. The Charlotte Whitewater Center has a pretty gnarly drop at the end. Um, I don't know the names of them well enough, but it's when you go around the corner, it's the last drop on the, they call it the competition side. Um, does Oklahoma have any, you know, big gnarly ending or is there any like cool wave that is something to look really forward to or sweet surf spot? Oh, there's some definitely uh, some good surf spots on there. Uh, the very first uh, wave that you'll encounter on the channel at the River Sport Channel is going to be a hole called Roy's Dilemma. Um, that was actually the only thing that ever really gave me trouble on that channel. Man, that's something you just hit and it just stops all momentum and then you're just surfing it and it's a flip uh, almost every time that you just don't come into it right. Uh so they generally, they have six pumps. Each of those pumps pump out roughly about 150 CFS. Uh, they generally run three pumps. And then on Saturdays and Sundays, they'll do high water. It'll do like two hours of high water. Um, so that's when I think they have like five pumps on. Um, and that just makes everything a lot bigger. Uh, so some of the, actually down there, uh, coming from a real river, adjusting to an artificial fake river, one thing that I found very difficult was the eddies in that at, at river sport were just kind of intense. Like uh, you just got all that water bearing down just such a skinny channel. And then the eddies are just so strong that I actually, within my like first week working there, I had an eddy flip and just could not believe it. Like I, I've only ever seen like one or two eddy flips. And that was one that the, the Arkansas was at like five grand. Uh, so 
it's definitely a good time. And it took me a little bit to, or a couple days to like adjust to those eddies. Um, especially when they run them at higher, when they, when they got the pumps higher, uh, the very last wave, they call it rotary point actually gets pretty gnarly. And if you don't like skirt it a little bit, it'll flip you, but, um, they have a hole there. It's called the circle real generic. <laughs> um, but man, you can, you can park a boat in there and just hold it forever. Uh, it's just such a beautiful surf wave. I've never seen anybody flip there. Uh, it's easy to pull in and just drench your crew and pull right out. And then one of the bigger ones is wet denim. And uh, that's actually a pretty, pretty good looking slide. Uh, I'd say it probably drops about a foot or two in gradiency right there and just kind of slides right into a big, good hit. Um, for an artificial, this was my ex first experience with an artificial river. Um, I have not made it out to the Charlotte Whitewater Center. I actually haven't made it anywhere east uh, to go paddle. Uh, all my paddling has been in Colorado, Arizona, just out West. Uh, I hope to make it out East and especially to try the, the whitewater center out there. Cause, uh, definitely those artificial rivers are pretty interesting. Yeah. They have some pretty gnarly, uh, eddy lines, like you were talking about, like they're like intense circles that like, it's like a whirlpool almost where, like, oh, yeah. uh, we were doing like a race and, uh, we got stuck in the eddy and it was just kind of like you're screwed because you had to wait for like the eddy to go around and then once you came back around the circle you could try to sneak back out into the current but <laughs> um yeah i i know exactly i mean those with the those man-made rivers they just like the eddy lines can be just like brutal um and uh the person we actually interviewed uh last week she started her career she at charlotte whitewater center so she um she was giving some takes uh uh on 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 the eddy lines over there that's uh, uh anna geckler right or if i butchered her last name yeah it's uh anna 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 lee decker um so um but what um what river would you consider to be your home river or the river that you've uh, probably run the most would um that would probably definitely be the arkansas river i've ran it the most and uh that was my i would say my first major introduction to whitewater uh i did have the salt river in that 52 day uh trip but once i actually started guiding and really started to get the uh the whitewater bug if you will uh just the arkansas river valley from upstream to downstream is just so beautiful and it's just amazing i mean there's so much history there from like coronado's uh expeditions up there in like 1546 uh the osage indians or the native americans there they uh inhabited that land for so long and if you actually use the salt lick put in for which is the main put in to run the bighorn sheep canyon the first rapid that you'll come into is called five points and that's like a uh a connection of five different canyons that converge in this one area and it was just like this huge highway for native americans and then you also have like the royal gorge wars in the 1870s and just so much so much history in that area and it's just so beautiful and it changes so drastically too like when you start up in if you were going to run the whole arkansas river you'd start up in pine creek near uh right above buena vista in between buena vista and leadville would be the headwaters of the Arkansas. And then you'd run down into the numbers and you'd run down into the uh, Browns Canyon, which is, I'm, I'm pretty sure is the most commercially rafted uh, spot in the US is Browns Canyon. And then you go down into like the Salida section and then you come down to my section, which would be the uh, Bighorn Sheep Canyon. And it's just, it goes from like high, uh, high mountainous areas, big, trees and boulders and then it kind of comes down to once you get into the royal gorge area near canyon city it's all deserts and a lot of cacti and uh jumping choya it's just a beautiful beautiful area um yeah that, awesome uh, it's i mean it's it's crazy that there's like for me there's like one one river that you have so many names or like sections for like over here we have like upper and middle or, you know, Shituga yeah. has a, has like, has like sections. I think that they say zero through like, I don't know what it goes through zero through like five um, or four, but um, yeah, that's like for someone from the East thinking about like all these names 
for a while I didn't know that they were just the Arkansas. Like I thought it was a bunch of different rivers that you yeah. guys like, like we're all talking about like Royal Gorge, Big uh, Salida, like it was just a bunch of different names. And I thought, you know, Colorado just has a million rivers, but really like that, all those ones you just listed were just, you know, one, one long river. And um, it's funny you mentioned the most commercially run river. Uh, I saw that discussion um, on like a Facebook group the other day and uh, it's um, the Arkansas and like, then there's like the Ocoee, yeah. yeah, I feel like Arkansas is always number one and the Ocoee is close behind or they like switch back and forth. And uh, we were talking about um, somebody else chimed in and uh, that's something that I'm really interested in is, is to, to see how many people raft on which rivers. Like it would be really cool to get like an actual like count, which I know it's pretty hard um, to get. Um, but for like some rivers uh, – It'd be really cool to get all that information. Yeah, man. Uh, when you get when you get into Colorado rivers, man, that's that's really how it is. I mean, on the Colorado River, you have like Gore Canyon, you have Westwater Canyon, which I actually just pulled a permit on. Super excited to go run Westwater in June. And then you have like Dolores, you have Cataract Canyon, and then that feeds into. Uh, the Grand Canyon. I mean, that's all just the Colorado River. I mean, there's just so many different sections. Uh, some of those are tributaries, like the Dolores is a tributary to the Colorado River. But uh, I mean, it's all just the Colorado River. And then with the Gunnison River, I mean, you got the Gunny Gorge, you got the Black Canyon, and then you got like the Montrose side where there's some white water. It's just uh, all those rivers out there, man. I feel so so blessed and lucky to have started my whitewater career in Colorado because I just have so much things around me and just so many different sections that I can better myself on and new things and new experiences on these rivers. And I haven't even had, I haven't even ran a quarter of them yet. I have big plans this summer, especially now that I have my own raft and I'm finally going to be comfortably living in Colorado and not just out of a, a tent. I'll actually have a house this year. Um, so I'm pretty excited to get out there and run all these sections that are just have been on my list since I started. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's a, uh, that's a great feeling when you have you know, your own boat to go do your own stuff. And uh, it sounds like I don't want to put words in your mouth, but is, Ar is the Arkansas your favorite river? I believe so. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, I still, I, I still feel uh, I'm definitely still a newbie to whitewater. I'm going on my third commercial season. Um and in reality, it's just my third overall season of whitewater. Uh, I got during quarantine, I was quarantined in Gunnison and they deemed recreation uh, essential. So like outdoor recreation essential. So none of that stuff shut down. And we were, I was super beneficial to be where I was at during quarantine. Cause when people were stuck in their houses uh, for weeks at a time, I was out backpacking and paddling and I did all these really cool trips down there. And uh but yeah, I mean, it always comes back to the Arkansas. Uh, I love that area and I love that river, but I'm definitely super excited to get out on more rivers. Yeah, yeah, that, um, I, I have the same feeling. Um, do you have a favorite rapid on anything? Could be OKC River Sports. <laughs> um, man, when I, when I try to think of a favorite rapid, uh, if it comes down to like my commercial rapid that I face, I would say it'd be spike buck. Uh, it's just like a class three, class four in high water. Uh, just, you got to make a couple good moves and it's just a, an awesome rapid. And that's one of those rapids where your, your cheeks are clenched and you got butterflies in your stomach and you got a bad paddle crew and you're dropping in. You're like, Oh man, I hope we make it through today. And then you just run a real nice line and make it to the bottom. And you're just so overtly stoked. But I say my favorite rapid, man. Uh, it would either be on the Royal Gorge, and that would be Sunshine Falls, uh, which is just a massive class four rapid with class five in high water. And it's just, I mean, rafting the Royal Gorge, you're down a thousand feet in there. Uh, it is, you're, it's about as remote as it gets. Uh, your only exit would be flagging down the train if you could which we have a whole protocol to do that. You can't flag down the train, but um, I would probably say my overall hands down favorite rapid is going to be on the Arkansas and it's going to be 
three rocks three rocks is a, a rapid that definitely doesn't belong on the of like the so it's technically on the bighorn sheep canyon it's uh, a class four class five rapid definitely major class five rapid in high water um a lot of the videos of carnage that you'll see on the arkansas river is going to come from three rocks aka the chunder dome and high water and uh I think they say one in three, one in two rafts flip there. It's uh, it's a crazy rapid. Um, in lower water, it's really not that bad. You just have a choice between three lines. Uh, technically, more of like two lines with a sneak line in high water. Uh, if you've never seen this rapid, you definitely need to look it up. Um, three Rocks is just super badass. And it's just, I mean, you, you're coming in and you got big kahuna wave that uh, is like your first your first big thing that you meet. And if you flip there, you're swimming the whole Chunder Dome. Uh, you make it through Big Kahuna. You're gonna probably try to line up on that right side, right rock line. And a lot of people end up getting pushed over center rock. And the funny thing about this rapid actually is that uh, it's roadside. And on busy weekends, you'll actually get a lot of people from Canyon City and other raft guides that'll come drive up and sit up there, tailgate and with their beer and stuff, man. And uh, it's 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 kind of a it adds to the feel of that rapid because once you once you start to get offline everybody up there knows that and they start cheering and they start screaming before anything happens and for the commercial guests like i've paddled for i have never commercially ran that rapid uh i've ran it a lot with other guides and i've r2'd it and i've rode it not at super high water but i paddled it at super high water for some other guides um, and I've done that commercially for them. And man, once you start hearing those people cheering at the top of the, the road up there, my dog just threw a toy at me and hit me in the head. <laughs> um, when you, when you get, when they start screaming, it, uh, it really kind of puts it all in perspective there. Cause it starts to get really scary. Cause the people in the boat have no idea what's happening. These people are just screaming, we want carnage. <laughs> it's just a badass rapid man. And if you make it through just the stoke level, is insane and the nice thing about this rapid though is like yes there's a lot of carnage right after the beautiful thing about the the arkansas river is it's pool drop so you get a rapid and then it's like flat water and you get a rapid and it's flat water so you get a little bit of time uh to clean all that up and it actually is pretty funny because uh that i think it's three quarters of a mile down from uh three rocks is the salt lick put in the bighorn sheep canyon and uh, there's been so many times I've been like loading up trips, giving my paddle talk to some already kind of frightened customers. And here comes down an upside down raft floating by and people swimming in like they just had like a horrible swim or whatever. It's just that rapid is just something else, man. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> that, that, that sounds like something uh that is on my list of things to come check out. Um, uh, we have like the closest thing as far as like people sitting there watching is the, the Okoe has the Olympic section, uh, which just had sidewalks. They're just sitting there. Um, I love the videos that come out from there on Narnivores. <laughs> yeah, because the Narnivores are from the Okoe, so they just have like tons of them, uh, and they're just sitting there um, hanging out. Um, Speaking of Narnivores, do you have a favorite river movie or YouTube channel or uh, set of, you know, guys that you like to follow that make sweet uh, river stuff? Yeah, man. Uh, my, my favorite people that are putting out uh, river content, what I really like is that when you, when you look up whitewater, you're mostly going to get badass kayaking videos. And as a, as a rafter, all you're going to really see is carnage. But the people out there that are pushing the, pushing the limits on the rafts and putting out best content are uh, Joel Winblad and Tony Glassman. Tony Glassman's uh, um, handle on Instagram, I believe, is Colorado Whitewater Rafter. And they just put out Yaw the Movie. Haven't seen it, man. You all got to go see it. Uh, it's amazing. And it really just embodies everything whitewater. They, they're out there shotgunning beers after they swim and just drop in some super gnarly, gnarly stuff that only people really in kayaks do. And 
So it's really cool to see all this new content being put out. And if you haven't seen their movie, you definitely got to go see them and follow them on Instagram. Uh, I believe Joel's Instagram tag is Joel the James or something like that. They're constantly, they're both based out of Colorado. They uh, constantly run Gore Canyon. They're R2 and R1-ing. They're just, they're just a bunch of good guys that I really hope, look forward to hopefully meeting up with one day and paddling. You're uh, the second second person to uh, bring up the Yaw Yaw movie on our podcast. Um, Kevin Vaughn brought it up, and he's over there near Gore Canyon. Um, um, but yeah, they do. Those guys are just the waterfalls and stuff that they run are. Uh, it's pretty insane, um, and they're just like you said, they're running stuff that. Like five years ago, it was maybe only like it was only kayaks. So like rafting and yeah, crazy kayakers too. And now it's just so cool to be able to see uh, people pushing the boundaries in our sport. Yeah, it seems like there's a few people in each like section, like Colorado. There's some guys up in Oregon that are running some crazy stuff, and then uh, there's um, like Evans Morgan is down here running stuff in like a thundercloud that uh, I never would have thought people would be running in a thundercloud, but. Um, yeah, the Yaw movie is great. If you haven't watched it, uh, it's a digital download. Go check it out. Uh, but, uh, what is your favorite piece of paddling gear besides your raft? Can't say your raft, I guess. We already talked about that. But- <laughs> uh, my favorite piece of paddling gear would probably be my IR dry suit. Uh, I bought it off another guide just, uh, for, as soon as uh, the stimulus check hit, all I did was buy new whitewater gear. Uh, I was coming off my rookie season, so I had a lot of just old rafting gear that I bought off other guides. So with that stimulus check, I bought a new Astral uh, green jacket, and then I bought some Astrals. I brought the Brewers, uh, which I love. Those shoes are great, man. But uh, hands down, it's got to be my dry suit. Just comes way too it's just it's so needed for Colorado whitewater uh, I mean maybe not so much in the summer but as soon as that snow starts to melt it is it is not warm out there so that it definitely be my dry suit I just got the net gasket repaired and I haven't haven't made it out in the water with the with the new net gasket and so hopefully put it to some good use this summer yeah I don't I don't, I don't have a wetsuit I have like a uh like a splash jacket because it it's yeah it was 80 degrees when i started paddling in march uh down here in the south. <laughs> uh, but i have been to colorado and that water's freaking cold so if i lived out there or was out there consistently that'd probably be top of my list as well um do you prefer a guide stick or uh, a custy paddle normal paddle uh- <laughs> so uh i go back and forth on this i my the paddle i actually guide with which is the nrs like just basic paddle um i've had so many guides be like how have you even guided with this like i've broken four of these in a season i'm going on two seasons or this will be going on my third season paddling with it um i like it man uh i've definitely used warner paddles which i love it kind of feels like cheating honestly uh, I definitely going to get me a, a Warner guide stick. Uh, they're just, they're just too nice. Um, and then I've paddled with some Sawyer wooden ones and, uh, those are nice, a little bit too stiff for my liking. I feel like, uh, I like a little bit of bend and give in my paddle so I can get a, like a real nice draw stroke or whatever. But, uh, yes, <laughs> I would say if I definitely like a guide stick, I've borrowed a couple of my friends and I've used some Warners, but, uh, I've really only i'm out i'm always out there catch me with my nrs rudimentary just basic custy paddle i haven't broken it yet <laughs> yeah they uh sawyer was my first uh paddle when i was like three and uh then i got another one when i was a little taller it's pretty funny because like one's like maybe like three feet or it, one's probably like two feet and the next one's like three feet that my parents just got that like are now just more of like decoration. I don't know what to do the, but um, yeah, the NRS paddles, I'm going to have to start buying some new paddles soon for when I invite people to come with me. And uh, the NRS ones don't look too bad anymore. Like they, they look like they're, you know, pretty sturdy and um, 
Yeah, man, they got a they got a thicker shaft and a thicker T grip than the the Carlisle basic paddle. So I definitely uh, that NRS paddle I actually picked up was total river booty from a flip. Uh, it was just a it was actually a river runners paddle. Who is another outfitter that works right down the road? Great guys, great outfitter. Um, but I ended up just snagging one of their paddles because I was using a Carlisle, just basic paddle and. The NRS paddles are definitely better than the Carlisle's. Uh, just the basic, like, in my opinion, uh, they're better. Um, they're just a little bit more stiff. They're a little bit thicker. I have huge hands, so I really like the T-grip on those uh, on those NRS paddles because I feel like the Carlisle, I just can't grip as well. Um, yeah. And uh, what about shoes? You already talked about Astral Burrs. Uh, usually – the big debate is between closed toed and um, closed toed and and, uh, and sandals or chacos. So oh well, don't get me wrong, man. I'm out. I'm out in my chacos more than I'm in my astrals. I love my chacos. I have destroyed them on two seasons. Like they're the straps have come through the rubber, so they're just toast. So I'm gonna send them in and get some new ones. But uh. Definitely love my Astros. Uh, one thing I will say about the Astros over the Chacos is if you have to stand on a rock in the middle of the river, whether you like hit that rock and you got to like hop out your raft and pull it off or you swam onto a rock, whatever, you're standing on a rock in the middle of the river. Uh, I definitely feel like the Astros that the rubber, I mean, that's what, that's what they're made for. Uh, the grip on those is fantastic. And I did notice a big difference between standing on those kind of rocks with Chacos and standing on wet rocks with Astrals. The grip is definitely better. Um, if it's low water, like real low, I'm definitely going to be rocking the Astrals. I don't want my toes hanging out. I've had too, I've heard too many horror stories. Nothing's happened to me yet other than like, I love to row. Rowing is my favorite way of getting down the river. And I've definitely kicked my oar frame too many times with my Chacos and just messed my toenails up. But, uh, I will, you will always catch me at some point in Chacos. I know it's a lot of, a lot of people talk bad on guiding in Chacos and there's also the people who only wear Chacos, but love me is the Chacos. Yeah. Down here, I wear Chacos, my Chacos all the time and uh, Astral or, you know, some sort of river shoes, something on my list for this year, but I am a very warm natured person. So like, <laughs> Even when I was in Colorado, I was wearing Chacos on the trip, um, and uh, the water was freezing. But um, Chris, how how old are you? Are you twenty one? I am twenty one. Yes. Okay. Nice. I'm then, a baby. I can, then I can ask you this question: uh, uh, beer or liquor? Um, I will say right now I'm I'm actually drinking some liquor, but uh, I on the river, man, it's beer. Uh, gotta have the beer on the river. Um, do you have a go-to, uh, post, uh, trip beer, um, PBR? <laughs> yeah. Um, if I'm buying swim, if I'm paying a swim beer fine, like if I'm paying a beer fine, I'm going to buy some PBR. It's the post boat and refreshment accepted by all raft guides. If I got a good tip that day and I'm feeling like dropping some money, I'm going to go get a Colorado native Amber, uh, Colorado native is a brewing company. And uh, it's you can only get them in Colorado, and it's just a delicious, delicious beer. Um, but yeah, PVR, man, that's like the that's the boat and beer right there, the post boat and refreshment. Have you ever seen that uh that funny uh PVR commercial that Narnivores did? Yeah, that's uh yeah yeah that was um, that was a pretty funny YouTube video they put together. Um, and then uh, I usually ask East or West Coast, but uh, it sounds like you're pretty West Coast since you haven't been uh, East of Mississippi yet. But uh, once yeah. you do, uh, uh, we've got a good list of suggestions to do once you come over here. I will. I definitely want to make it out there, man. I'm really hoping to make it out for Dolly Fest. Um, actually, this coming Monday, if we get enough rain, I'm leaving Oklahoma and I'm going out to Arkansas to pass, paddle to Cossatot with some good friends of mine. and. Uh, that will be my first official, if you'll consider the Arkansas the East, which I'm pretty sure that that is the East. Um, 
uh, that'll be my first Eastern river. And I'm excited to get out there and experience something uh, a little different than some Colorado white water. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I guess, I guess if you're out West, you consider that East. I've never actually thought of it. <laughs> I, I usually just think of the Mississippi. West to you, it's East to me, man. Yeah. I, I usually think of the lines, the Mississippi, but uh, I guess, you know, Arkansas is probably more of the middle of the country than uh, the, the Mississippi is. So, uh, but yeah, Golly Fest. Uh, hopefully, it's full full fledged Golly Fest this year. And yeah, uh, I sure hope so, man. Um, it's just a uh, that's a great time. So, um, plus it's a great fundraiser for uh, American Whitewater. It's their biggest uh, event of the year. And um, but do you have a uh, you have uh, certain music that you listen to to pump yourself up before you go on the river. Uh, do you have music that you like to listen to while you're on the river? If it's just you know you and your buddies, just away from everybody else, um, just on an easy float or something like that. Yeah, man. If uh, if I'm just if I'm just paddling on some some nice easy flat water, uh, and I'm in a canyon, nothing hits like a little bit of dark side of the moon, Pink Floyd. But if I'm getting ready to get into some like heavier white water, which I feel like this is so funny. Uh, Bismarcky, just a friend. I was talking about three rocks earlier and uh, I have a, I have an old memory of going in uh, with some guides into that rapid and all of us were just screaming that song at the top of our lungs while it was blasting. And I mean, uh, I've definitely played a lot of, played a lot of music coming through some rapids, but as soon as you drop in that rapid, you can't hear it and you're not listening to it. So uh, it's definitely nice to have some music on the river, but I'm more of a, if I could have it my way, I'll definitely, I just like to listen to the sounds of the, the water against the rock and the birds and just kind of what you're out there for, man. Like I don't need my phone. Uh, if I'm, if I'm headed to the, if I'm headed on my way to paddle, I'm going to be bumping some red hot chili peppers, uh, maybe a little bit Metallica if I'm going to do some harder stuff, but I'm more of like a, a chill person. I like chiller music, but uh, definitely if I'm just paddling on some flight, flat water in a Canyon, with a lot to look at, oh, dark side of the moon. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's kind of you get all the the genres in there, so oh, yeah. uh, I get that. Um, well, do you have any uh, tips for anyone who's trying to get on the river for the first time, whether that's uh, privately or you know, or just the direction of uh, a company um, to go down with? Um, yeah, man. So definitely, uh, if you're looking into getting into whitewater, I would definitely recommend like a, a basic, uh, woof assert wilderness first aid, or maybe if you want to go a little bit higher with that, a wilderness first responder cert, which I carry right now. It actually expires this September. So I'm going to need to get reserted in that. Uh, it's just a great, amazing class that, uh, that W in front of that first aid really means something. Uh, those classes are generally pretty cheap and, uh, are just so informational. Uh, the ones that I've done, uh, they make you take a pack of all your stuff that you would normally have out with you, uh, whether that be on whitewater or backpacking, and they make you make splints and all these other uh, medical things with what you'd have in your bag because they're trying to be practical. And that's just been, uh, I mean, I've definitely used some of that uh, being on whitewater. Uh, I've used some of these techniques from the woofer and the wilderness first aid. Um, another huge one, which I'm about to get started in, which would be uh, SRT training, which is Swift Water Rescue Technician training. Whether you're a guide or not, that is uh, super important, I feel like, because, uh, I mean, obviously we're running rivers. There's always hazards to that. And uh, you always run the potential of a potential foot entrapment or getting stuck in some kind of bad, gnarly situation. And it it definitely feels really good to to not have to be afraid of that unknown. And uh, if you were to get into a bad situation, you can rely on your training. Um, a lot of places, not just like rafting companies, but uh, a lot of places put on guide schools. Um, like what I went through was a guide school and then they hire you with the end of it. Um, you don't, if you don't wanna be a commercial guide, it would definitely still be uh, beneficial to go through these courses. Um, I know American Whitewater has some really good things on like getting, into whitewater uh definitely the proper gear is very important if you're going to be paddling in colder weather a dry suit very important uh i know that's pretty expensive um 
I would say, yeah, just your basic gear that you would need to have and uh, go with people who know what they're doing and start where your level really should be. Because uh, definitely one thing I've experienced is whitewater is something that will uh, definitely put you in your place real fast. Uh, the river humbles people, man. River karma is a, a very true thing. So if you come into it and you think you're just going to be like the best of the best, river will humble you real fast. Um, so these would be definitely really good things to go through or if you're gonna like uh kayak uh, a lot of places do especially in colorado a lot of places have like pool roll practice um those are really good you can get a lot of help from people uh or they'll uh, up in gunnison where i'm about to move they do a lot of uh kayak polo which is just water polo and kayaks and that helps people a lot as well but there are just so many classes and there's so many courses that you could take that will just benefit you um or if you know anybody that is into whitewater, try to get them to go paddling with you. You definitely never go alone and you always want to make sure you have the right gear and you're prepared for everything. Uh, a big thing that stuck with me from raft guide training is rig to flip and dress to swim. Cause when you don't rig to flip and you don't dress to swim, you're going to be flipping and you're going to be swimming. Yeah, that's a, uh, that's great advice. Uh, preparing for the, uh, the worst swim is, uh, is a great way to, you know, think about coming to the river because, if you aren't dressed warm, that's the times you'll swim. Is usually how, like you said, River Karma comes up and gets you, gets you. Um, but uh, so my last question for you is: is uh, what's your favorite raft campfire story? You know, when the guides are telling their stories from everywhere around, and or you know, you're with a new group of people. What's your favorite story to to go on? Um, I mean, any guide is going to have plenty of stories and everybody loves the carnage and the flip stories, but, uh, any the story that I always come back to is, uh, so we were on the float out coming out of the Bighorn Sheep Canyon and there was a fire up in the McIntyre Hills, which is the, the mountainous area, the hills that go through the bottom of the Arkansas river through the Canyon city area, uh, Fremont County. It was called the McIntyre Hills and there was a fire up in the valley. And so we had a lot of smoke, smog, uh, and you could actually see the fire. Once you exit the canyon, you can look back up and see the fire. And we actually uh, got to witness some uh, of the firefighter helicopters, those, uh, man, I forget what the name of them are. The, I don't think tomahawk is the, the right word. The, the dual blade Chinook, Chinook, that's the type of helicopter. It was a Chinook helicopter that they, uh, that the fire department has and, it, uh, it came down within about 150 yards of us and dropped that big tube down to suck up all that water. And, uh, man, we, so we were on flat water. So with those propellers going, it was pushing us like back upstream. It was just so crazy. And we were so close to it. And then we got to watch that, uh, watch that helicopter fly up and go over and drop water on the, on the fire and come back and refill. And we got to see that about two or three times. And it was just so cool and so beautiful. And actually, somehow, the bighorn sheep weren't scared. We come around the corner, and they call it the Bighorn Sheep Canyon for a reason. Because if you go down there, you're most likely going to see some bighorn sheep. And there's just a big old pod as soon as you come around the corner. And that was just – that was a day to live for. Is I mean, every day on the river is just a beautiful day. And having the canyon as your office space is just something else. And to, to witness something like that was just really cool. Because I've seen pictures of stuff like that and to like actually – be so close and to really see that happen and it was just really cool and I grew up in Oregon so I'm no stranger to like wildfires but that uh to to see that so close and be just to witness to it was just such a beautiful beautiful experience yeah uh <laughs> we've never had anybody talk about uh, helicopters on uh on their uh rafting trip so that's pretty uh that's a pretty cool experience uh yeah, as long as it's not a helicopter rescuing like people out of the canyon, it's pretty cool to see those helicopters, especially uh, when you're paddling and there's a fire. Because, I mean, whether you're a guide or a commercial commercial guest, uh, there's always going to be those butterflies in the stomach, at least for me. Uh, I, I actually had a guide tell me once, if uh, you're not scared, you're doing something wrong. Once you start to feel real comfortable is when things are going to go wrong. And uh, so any rapid, you know, I always got the, the butterflies and just having the, having those, uh, that, that smoke and just added for an extra eeriness 
and to like be going by and to be look up and be three, 400 yards from a fire is just it's something else to witness. And it just adds to that stoke and it adds to the fear, which is definitely working at river sport. That was the biggest thing that I realized with whitewater for me is uh, that fear that, uh, that you get from dropping into a rapid with maybe not the most capable paddle crew is like, can I get through this? And you're, you're scared. You got the, you got the, your, your cheeks are clenched. You got the butterflies in your stomach. Uh, and, and then as soon as that, uh, you make the first move in that rapid, it's mind is clear and you're feeling good. You get to the bottom on a clean line and just the stoke is as high as possible. And that's what, and that's what whitewater is all about to me, man, is just overcoming that fear and overcoming that, uh, that that doubt and that has just helped me so much in life with like when you're faced with some kind of doubt or some kind of fear you're like man like here we go just got to send it and you come out and you're all right it's just it's just whitewater has helped me in so many aspects of my life and that's why I really want to that's why I'm so adamant on getting people uh into it anytime I come back to Oklahoma I'm just that that guy that just only talks about the whitewater because I just want people to come out and experience it and catch the bug and I want to get more people on the river and that also helps with a lot of conservationist things man once you get people to start caring about the river and caring about the the outdoors they'll make some big they'll make some big changes in their life because I sure know that once I moved out of my mom and dad's house I moved into a tent it was my first living experience outside of uh outside of my mom's house uh, I was moving to a tent a state away and uh, just living in the desert like that, man, I'm just, I mean, it's Earth Day right now, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It's, it's a good time to talk about that. It's definitely uh, when you catch the bug for any kind of outdoor experience. I mean, I'm into backpacking. I'm a big snowboarder. I love rock climbing, anything like that. It just makes you want to preserve it more. And uh, to also see those fires up in the valley is also sickening at times because I mean, some of them run pretty rampant due to drought and which all has comes back to climate change and stuff like that. But once you get people to experience this stuff, you can really make a you can really make a big difference. Yeah, I completely agree. Uh, I think that people care more about stuff that they like they enjoy. So uh, getting them out there um, makes them want to help preserve all this cool stuff we have outside. Um, and uh so i'm right there with you and uh but you know chris i'm excited to see what you do this summer uh in your uh green rocky mountain storm uh so um and i appreciate you have ha you coming on uh, i appreciate you having me and hopefully we will uh talk real soon uh until then uh everybody make sure to tip your guide tip and, your guide uh, uh and pay your beer we don't like guys that don't pay their beer fines. Yeah, and we'll uh, we'll see you guys on the river.